Mr. Woods, I just have, I just, I just ask you for one thing, man. One Talk thing. To me. Just please beat Green Bay. Please, please. <laughs> That's all we ask for on this show. That's it. Welcome back, Bears fans. It has been a little bit. Been a little bit since we got together, since we did this. The whole squad is here. Another edition of Bears Nation podcast. Myself, Jake Hassan, joined by Kevin Lapka and Chris Nano, as always. And boy, do we have stuff to talk about today, gentlemen. Boy, do we have a... Well, you know, we, we were talking earlier and we were trying to... You know, said we know we know we haven't done an episode in a while. Let's start brainstorming. Let's start getting some stuff together. Let's do an episode. We were all free. So we are like, all right, let's do this. And then we got a, a loose a, a loose outline for something to do. And, uh, and we decided, all right... Let's we're gonna go forward with this, and then about an hour after we decide that, get a, a Schefter bomb, I guess is what we'll call it. But uh, Russell Wilson wants out from Seattle. Gave well, he doesn't want out, quote unquote. But he said, well, I like it here. But if you were to trade me, you know, these would be some of the places that I would uh, accept a trade to. Kind of like, uh, you know. Maybe I would accept being traded these places. And your Chicago Bears were on the short list of four teams joining the Dallas Cowboys, New Orleans Saints, and Las Vegas Raiders on the list of teams that Russell Wilson would find acceptable to be traded to. And, of course, Bears Twitter took it and ran with it, and it went berserk, and as we do, because currently the only quarterback on the roster is Nick Foles, and we all saw how that went, and we've all been starved for Bears news. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting, seeing, all right, are they going to make a move? Are they going to do anything? You know, they've been linked to Deshaun Watson. Nothing's happening there. Carson Wentz got traded to Indianapolis. All right, are they going to bring someone else in? Are they going to bring Trubisky back? So on and so forth. Obviously, we everybody wants Deshaun Watson for obvious reasons. He's one of the best players in the league, let alone one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And now you get the news that a perennial MVP candidate, also one of the top players in the league, one of the top quarterbacks in the league, has your team on his short list of places he would want to go if traded from his current team. Understandably, people are excited. <laughs> so, I mean, what do we make of this situation, boys? Do you believe it? Do you not believe it? Is it all hearsay? Is it all BS? How much do you believe that Russell Wilson really, truly would want to come play for the Chicago Bears as currently constructed? I believe that, and I think most people should. And it's refreshing for Bears fans because just two weeks later, Carson Wentz of all quarterbacks didn't even want to come to Chicago. And everyone's, you know, thinking, well, what the hell? If you don't, if you can't get Carson Wentz to come to your organization, you're not going to be able to get anybody to come. And two weeks later, Russell Wilson, you know, says, okay, you know, Chicago is one of the places I want to go. And I mean, you know, what reason do we have not to believe it? I mean, there's still a lot of factors that go into it. Like people shouldn't be surprised that he wants to come to Chicago, if you know what I mean. Like, this isn't a shit show of an organization. This isn't a shit show of a place for somebody to go to. I mean, it makes sense. You're talking about one of the bigger markets. You're talking about, you know, whether maybe there are people out there who still do believe in Matt Nagy, um, other people around the league. Like, that's still a possibility. The one thing about this situation, though, that people have to be conscious of is the likelihood he actually does get traded and I don't want to put a damper on it because I know it's such an exciting time for Bears fans but you do have to kind of think about it I mean this is a Seahawks team where you know okay they made the playoffs and then they lost but there's they still have the pieces there to do it again now you compare that to the Deshaun Watson and Houston situation like that team is going through a full year multiple year long rebuild where 
Deshaun Watson isn't necessarily conducive to what they're trying to do in the future. Whereas Seattle getting rid of Russell Wilson at this very moment kind of throws a wrench in what you're doing as, as an organization in your future. And, you know, maybe, maybe the bears give Mitch Trubisky back. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's a more diff, it's a more peculiar situation for them because of their current state of the franchise. If you know what I mean by that, like when you, when you're looking at the two options here, I mean, the bears fans have honed in on two options and, and rightfully so, you know, Carson Wentz is out the door. Matthew Stafford is out the door. You know, it's right now between Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. And quite frankly, they should get one of those guys and they should be focusing in. And it appears that Ryan and the front office is doing that. Um, But at this very moment, I would say the likelihood Deshaun Watson gets traded is a lot, a lot higher than the likelihood Russell Wilson gets traded. But nonetheless, that news is still important. Chris, I know you're excited about it um, because, I mean, how can you not be? I mean, this is so unusual to see not one. I mean, Deshaun Watson being available via trade is unusual in itself, but having Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson, two of the best players in the league be available potentially in the same offseason, it's absolutely unheard of. And it's almost to the point where as a Bears fan, you would feel upset if you didn't get either of those two guys, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And look, man, like we're talking about two top five quarterbacks. Like this is a pretty damn big deal. And, you know, with this whole Russell Wilson thing, Like, I, you know, I've seen a lot of people say exactly what Kevin said, you know, about how there's, you know, it's not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to get traded. But here's the thing, like, just the fact that there were teams that he listed, like, I genuinely think that means something. And, you know, he listed other teams along with the Bears. So, you know, we can't just assume that, okay, you know, what if he gets traded, he's coming to the Bears. But, you know, it's, it's like, I definitely think him including the Bears means something. And, you know, I, that's what I'm taking away from this uh, more than anything else. And, you know, I, I kind of wanted to flip this and ask you guys this. And, and and don't get me wrong. Like, trust me when I say I'm not complaining, you know, whether it's it's Watson or Wilson. But if it came down to it, mm-hmm. you know, who would you guys rather yeah. have? I mean, <clears throat> it's got to be Watson, right? And he's younger. He's yeah, well, yeah. It's Watson. Like for me, like for me, I I think honestly, just due to age, I'm going Watson, just so you can have that stability for a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, I I, I want you guys go ahead. Well, I, I well, go Watson just because I mean he's already Russell Wilson. What he's already what Russell Wilson was at that age, just exactly. without the trophies. I wouldn't so, say that though. Well, yeah, well that's that's big though. You know, that's right, but, big. I but mean, also, but also Russell Wilson had a more complete team around him. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock Deshaun Watson for a, a crappy Houston Texans defense and crappy. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault him for Bill O'Brien trading away DeAndre Hopkins. Russell Wilson had one of some of the best defenses and Marshawn Lynch and and let's be honest, Pete Carroll is leaps and bounds better than anybody who's been on the Texas sideline ever, probably. So, I, I mean, it, I, I'm not going to knock Deshaun Watson for that. I think pure talent stand, standpoint, positional standpoint, I think Watson has already eclipsed where Wilson was at that age. Just, by, just, by, just by, pure, by pure athletic prowess, by pure stat prowess, he's at or even exceeded what Wilson was at. Look, Kevin, I'm, I'm – in full agreement with Jake, honestly, like word for word, I, I completely agree. 
I, yeah, I can see what you're saying from the talent aspect and, and from the statistical aspect, but like it, it does mean something to have, you know, had that playoff experience and not only had that experience, but win doing it. Like he's won a Super Bowl and he's been there and he's proven and we know he's capable of doing that. And Deshaun Watson may be capable of doing it, but you don't have that concrete answer that he has done it. I'm 94% sure Deshaun Watson can handle playoff pressure. I mean, no, I'm not saying he can't handle playoff pressure, but, you know, uh, when a guy has won a Super Bowl, I mean, that that in itself is extremely attractive. It's the reason why people gave hope to Nick Foles when no one should have given hope to Nick Foles. It's because, okay, he he did it at the biggest moment. He won a Super Bowl. And you know that's true. I mean, you know that means something. And And – you know, the age the age factor is 100% real. I know what you mean, but we, we can't act like if they do get to Sean Watson, they're going to immediately extend him for a 10-year contract. That's most likely not the case. I mean, I mean he's already out an extension, here. so you don't have to. Yeah, but what? How? I mean, how long is that extension? It, it's not that long. I mean, it's I probably the same. I think they're like three, four years. There might be a no. year difference between yeah, the two three. of them. Okay, okay. So, well, and here's the deal, too. I mean, I don't think the age – I mean, the age thing – Again, okay, that 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 could be true if after this extension is over, you want to just keep him a bear for life, maybe. But if you're talking about the pier now and you say, okay, the Bears have maybe one, two years left of this window and a lot of these guys are under contract till 2022, you know, it doesn't really matter about age. Russell Wilson's 32. He's going to be in his prime for at least three more years, you would imagine, the way we're seeing quarterbacks kind of go deeper into these ages. So I don't think that should be necessarily a deciding factor. Um, but it depends on the way you look at it. It depends if you, if you have this outlook of, oh, okay, let's get a guy so we can win now. Or if you're more on the side of, okay, this is a long game. Let's get him now, kind of build around him and then, you know, equip ourselves for, you know, five years of winning down the road. So I, that, yeah. that's where I'm at. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, I mean, I, I can't find the phrase for, it. I can't think of the phrase for it, but I mean, this is the best of both worlds, man. You choose in between. Right. You know, we're splitting hairs. Here. Like, oh yeah, yeah exactly. Definitely. And, and, and that's exactly why I think that age thing is so important, like, because I think, like, there's really not that much to separate. I mean, you're talking about two top five QBs, two of, you know, the best talents in the league. Like, the, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I think that that kind of is the deciding factor just because it, it almost has to be, if that makes any sense. Right. No, that makes perfect sense, because, I mean, they both have, you know, I mean, otherwise we're going to, oh, what, Watson maybe has a little bit more arm strength. Oh, Watson's a little bigger. Okay, Cool. Like we're splitting hairs here. Obviously, when you yeah. can get a top five quarterback and you're discussing between, all right, well, do I want number three or number two? Like, I mean, what are we doing here? Yeah. You know? So either way, um, if I had to take a guess, though, I would say that Wilson is probably obviously the more realistic one, seeing as the Bears were on that short list. Um, and then John Greenberg, I believe it was, tweeted that the Bears have been reciprocating, reciprocating the interest that Wilson had shown in them. I mean, obviously, right. because what are you going to sneeze at Russell Wilson? No, obviously not. So, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting situation. I would love I would very much love for Ryan Pace to uh, be able to pull a rabbit out of a hat again here. But uh, I mean, so let's let's talk before we talk what a potential package would look like. Let's talk confidence meter. And let's say Ryan Pace is on the phone right now. How how confident are you that he makes a deal done in the next by the by the time by opening week let's give him the benefit of the entire offseason well 
the problem is it, it's not in his hands. I mean, that that's that's the real issue here. And the reason why I'm so like skeptical to to be so confident is because, he, you know, I think Ryan Pace and again, that report from Daniel Greenberg about the fact that he's, you know, reciprocating, you know, that desire to get Wilson in Chicago. I mean, that's all great. We, we have the evidence here to know that Ryan Pace wants Russell Wilson in Chicago, but I'm still a little bit you know, reluctant to say the Seahawks are 100 percent going to give him away. If we do find out that information that the Seahawks will, if he does demand a trade and that tension grows, which people have reported that it, it, it will, and Jeremy Fowler from ESPN said he believes the tension will grow to a point where a trade is imminent. If that happens, my confidence is very, very high because you have to look at the other situations of the other teams that he said he would be willing to go to. Let's break it down. Other than, I mean, other than the Saints, who are kind of in limbo right now because Breeze is now saying he might come back, I, you know, he might retire, he might come back. Uh, you know, they still have Jameis, but you know, the Cowboys, 50% chance I would say maybe they get Dak back. The Raiders still have their car. Like the Bears are the one location of those four teams that is in dire need of a quarterback. So I would imagine that in that case, Ryan Pace would be the one willing to go, you know, all in for him. So if the Seahawks do make him available. If he does demand a trade, my confidence, I would, it's probably absurdly high, but I would say like an 80%. I mean, I, I really do. Oh think my it's God. High. I know. But you, I mean, those factors considered, I mean, you, you see where I'm coming from though, right? I, I do. My only, I, I would say New Orleans is probably not going to do it just because even if Drew doesn't Their come cap back. Situation. It, it will. And it seems like, you know, it, New Orleans could blow everyone out of the water if they were to offer like Marshawn Lattimore, let's say. But Sean Payton's not going to do that if if he's, you know, as confident as he says he is in Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. So I would scratch them off the board. I agree with that. Um, now, the Cowboys, I think their cap situation is absolutely screwed because, you know, they can't even they're not even sure they can afford deck. And meanwhile, Russell Wilson right. counts for over 20 million on the cap uh, going into the next few years. So. Uh, I would say Dallas is probably out. And again, like I, I think Dallas would have the decision to make, okay, how much do you believe in Dak's recovery from that foot injury, which we all know, not going to dive into that. Or do you believe in Russell Wilson holding up over the next, you know, however many years, which I mean, I do, but that's a decision they would have to make. And their offensive line isn't as good as it used to be. Um, and then Vegas, Vegas, I think they're on the cusp of being something, I think they could be, and obviously I think Derek Carr would be going back to Seattle on a potential deal. But, um, yeah, I mean, the the Bears, it fits. They have the need. They have the aggressive GM. Nobody, you know, Jerry Jones hasn't made, hasn't made an aggressive move like that in years. Sean Payton would probably like it, but New Orleans hasn't made an aggressive move like right. that in years. And Vegas, I think, would be the only other one that I would think would make that move, but that depends on how much they believe in Derek Carr, how much they believe in where they're at. So, I would probably put the Raiders and Bears 1A, 1B right now as far as opportunity goes. Um, but that leads perfectly into this. What do we think the price is? I mean, you're, you're going to have to assume that Seattle's going to want – I mean, you're, you're blowing the Stafford deal out of the water. And Stafford, you got, what, two firsts and golf? Yeah. But yeah. a lot of us, a lot of people think that Los Angeles got that extra first uh, or threw in that extra first because they had it so that – uh, Detroit would take golf. So it depends. I think you're at least going with two first rounders, right? Probably three. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I I'm definitely thinking it's going to be at least three. And then I don't know. I mean, do you guys think a player's involved along with those three picks? I, I would yeah. have to, I would have to imagine. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and 
I, I don't know, man. Like, well, one thing that I wanted to say is, like, I, I'm a firm believer in, you know, like, you can always make the money work. Like, somehow, some way, there are things that, like, I feel like we don't really even know about that, you know, there are there are ways to make the cap work. So, you know, I just I just kind of been been like daydreaming about this and, and like let's just say you know the Cowboys did somehow pull off a trade for Russell Wilson like you know sometime soon and then I think like there's a lot of moving pieces because then I think all right like now do the Bears take a look at Dak do they try to you know what I mean like you know I don't well, think well, it would let's be get that- into that let's get into that because I want to discuss this price package a little more fair fair yeah I, I mean look I think I think three first round, three first rounders plus a player. I, I think, which is, I mean, easily. If if you ask me that, you know, what it would take to to get Watson, I would probably say the same exact thing. So, you know, like I think they're in that same tier. I think you're gonna like the value for them is is about the same. Um, I I would say so. Um, but then it, but then again, like you, we talk we talked about the age factor, and you know maybe maybe Watson, you know, the return for Watson is more because of that. But in terms yeah, of talent, like I think that's it's going to be it's a similar price in my opinion. I yeah am I am inclined or Kevin, go ahead because I, I I'll fit no, I'll wrap it. I mean no well, yeah well real quick I mean I think the age thing is real I mean I think at the end of the day when we look back at the situation in August and, and both players if they are on different teams Watson will have gone for more but it will be like an extra second rounder I think you start like three firsts two seconds. And a player, and quite frankly, I know we hate to hear it, that that player could very well be Roquan Smith. Again, I mean, this is a Seattle defense where, you know, the offense has carried them for years now. They haven't had a piece to build around. Bobby Wagner is getting old. You know, Roquan Smith could be that perfect guy for them to build around in years to come in the event that they do decide to kind of, you know, maybe retool their team a little bit. When you lose a guy like Russell Wilson, you're, you're sort of forced to do that. So if they do trade three first and two seconds, you would imagine a player would go along with that. And it would likely be a player that you would want to sort of build your defense around because since the Legion of Boom, I mean, that Seattle defense has been atrocious. They've been bottom of the league for years. Uh, and many could argue that that has held them back from getting to where they want to be. And maybe that's something that they value. I know it's something Pete Carroll values ever since he came to Seattle. You know, he's wanted a good defense and he's had a good defense. And it's what was conducive to their championship run. So maybe they have identified that as, you know, what they want. Um, and maybe they value that more than, you know, some other offensive pieces. So that that's where I think it would be for me. But I think Watson would go for more from age, from an age standpoint, but Man, still the same. Real quick, real quick. You said, Three first rounders, two seconds, and Roquan. I mean, I, so, I suppose you could probably take away one second, but I mean, I would not be surprised man. if that's what it takes. And honestly, I don't care. I don't care. I, I really don't care. I mean, see, okay, so know, th- this is why I wanted to go last. Um, I agree with you. It's going to be three firsts, and I agree that Watson will. I think Wilson's going to go first. One of the two is going to set the market. I think it's going to be Wilson. Uh, he yes. seems really pissed at Seattle, whereas Watson, I think, is content to just wait it out and hold out. I think Wilson is. I think he's trying to get out. Um, based ba- if if what has been reported is to be believed that he's been storming out of meetings that he is but isn't asking for a trade. That I mean, he's being the passive aggressive girlfriend. We're like. Well, it's whatever you want. Like, you know, so it, it's like he's kind of giving them the decision. Um, it's so what do you want to eat? Well, I don't care, but I would really like these four places. So, um, 
But anyway, I, I think one of them is going to set the market. I think it's going to be Wilson. Mm-hmm. I think three firsts is definitely the the price, the starting point at the very least. Um, I don't care about this year's first if that's what it gets you. And I wouldn't care about the next two, obviously, because you'd expect to be in the playoffs then. And you can get, I mean, whatever, you're basically picking in the second round. Um, and we know that Ryan Pace has had hits in the middle round, so that's fine. Roquan Smith, I don't agree would go. I think he showed too much that he's too valuable to this team. But here's what I'm going to preface this with. These are the guys I think would be untouchable that are not going to go back in a Russell Wilson trade. You're not sending them away. Roquan Smith, Cleo Mack, Kyle Fuller, Jalen Johnson. I think you know where I'm going with this. I think Eddie Jackson would probably be the one to go to Seattle you know yeah. Pete Carroll loves yeah. good defensive backs. He love he loves guys that can make plays. They just um, traded for Jamal though. Okay, that's what, that's what I was thinking about. So, I mean, I, I mean, so, I mean, to show me a, a better, a more effective. I, I think Jamal Adams is the perfect pair for Eddie Jackson. I think that would be the yeah, perfect pair true. that you've been looking for for years. I mean, that's true. And then, but both and then you make the salary work to an extent as man, well. I don't know. I mean, I then you're making know. salary work as well. I don't, yeah, I don't I, love I, it either. For the record, I, I wouldn't love that either. I don't, lo- I would not love the idea of going into the off season with no starting safety on your team. That would not be the greatest situation to be in. But again, you have a new DC who everybody, everybody is is raving about. From Akeem yeah. Hicks to people outside of the organization, people love the new defensive coordinator. Um, and I think that if he's going to go back to the Vic Fangio, you know, mantra, which everybody thinks he's going to do, um, then I think you can get away with, you know, maybe you draft, uh, maybe, you know, the Buccaneers found Antoine Winfield Jr. in the second round, you know, in the middle of the yeah. second round. Uh, so I, I don't think it's a stretch to say that you can find someone like that or an effective safety at the very least in a third or fourth round. Um, I think and it, if Sean Desai is as good with these players as everyone says he is, I mean, look what Vic Fangio turned Bryce Callahan into, you know? And so yeah, I think if Desai yeah. is a true Fangio disciple, he'll be, maybe it'll be Deion Bush. You know, our guy Clifton a Duck, mm-hmm. friend of the program, said Deion Bush is a baller. Maybe Desai is the guy that gets the most out of him, and then you just need to find a Tayshawn Gibson or, you know, somebody in the draft that you can pair with them. Um I, I think that's what it would be because you're not getting rid of most of these guys. And I, I know people will say, oh, well, Kyle Fuller's is expendable. Chris has been on this mountain for the last couple of weeks. Kyle Fuller's is a top cornerback in the league. You're not getting rid of him. After the performance that Eddie Jackson put up last season, and I love him. I, and I think to, speaking of players that Desai will probably get the most out of, I think Eddie Jackson's at the top of that list. But you're not getting rid of Kyle Fuller. He's a stalwart of this defense. I, I think he's a clear-cut number one cornerback. Yeah, Jalen Johnson can be that, but I'd rather have the two of them than one. And I think Eddie Jackson, if he's got to be the price to get Russell Wilson to get a, a top five, top three quarterback in this league, in a quarterback's league, I think that's what you got to do. I, I I don't think yeah. this – I think this organization, I think Ryan Pace values Roquan Smith way too highly, especially, you know, an organization like the Bears that has been built on linebackers and Durant. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, I mean like, I, I know this kind of sounds silly, but, like, I, I definitely think there's something to be said about – like, he drafted Roquan Smith with the eighth overall pick. Like, that that matters, and, and he's produced. You know what I mean? Like, he – like, in a way – you know, I, I think, you know, when you draft somebody that high, 
Like, I, I think, you know, you're like, you saw something, obviously. So he also you know, drafted I, I, Leonard but, Floyd, though. <laughs> that is true. Well, that is true. But in terms of the in production, LA. yeah. But in terms yeah. of production, like, I think Roquan has clearly, you know, produced during his time with Chicago more than I would say Leonard Floyd uh, did. But yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think with Wilson, I think you, you kind of have to draw the line somewhere. Whereas, uh, with Watson, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm honestly willing to put everything on the table. Like, yeah. So, so, so you see, it seems as if for you, Roquan is not untouchable when it comes to Watson, but he is when it comes to Wilson. Is that yeah. what you're suggesting? Yeah. Wow. Ah, so me. that really kind that's of, that, my opinion. that's kind of a representation of how much you value Watson over Wilson then, isn't it? I mean, like, I, I just think, to me, it comes down is it to really the age thing? Is it, it, is really it really is. the age thing? It really okay. is. Because, look, I think what makes Russell Wilson great is his mobility, right? He's going to turn yeah. 33. He's going to turn 33 in November. I genuinely think in a few – like, let's say you trade for, for Russell Wilson. In a few years, I think you got to start thinking about quarterback again. And I do uh, not want to do that. I don't want to give up all that to just have to, you know, look for a quarterback again. Like, I think with, with Watson, like, of course, like, no one really knows – I mean – like if he got traded to Chicago, no one really knows that he wants to be here, you know, long term. Like, you know, there, there's no promises that he, he signs an extension, you know, after his contract is, is up, this and that. But let's be real. If Watson got traded to the Bears, I think they would prioritize him, you know, above anything else, really, when his contract yeah. comes up. And, and because of his age, like when his contract is over, um, like he would be, I want to say, 28. So, I mean, like, that's – he's in his prime. There's no way the Bears let a guy like that walk. And that's kind of how I'm viewing it. So, I I don't know. It, and it almost it almost feels like I'm, I'm talking as if Russell Wilson isn't good. But that's definitely not the case here. Like, th- this age thing to yeah. me is, is very important. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah, I'm – Yeah, Chris just I'm, torpedoed our chances of ever getting Russell Wilson on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Jesus, man. I mean, look, man, I just – you heard it here first. There will be absolutely no complaints for me if Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson is a bear. Like they're like I'm not. I, I couldn't Listen, even get myself to begin to complain. I, I Chris, agree with that. You're, he's scared. Chris is scared, and, and and what he's scared of is the repetitive cycle of okay, yeah. you get him a guy who's Which just fair. Yeah, and then for years they were having the same conversations. It is fair. It's totally fair. But I know I know where he's coming from on that. <laughs> I mean, like, like, for example, like, what do you guys, so, I mean, we talked about Jalen Johnson, but like, do you guys, like, I don't know. I would be much more willing to give up Jalen Johnson than Roquan Smith. Uh, oh, well, just, yeah. I, I would, I would, oh, then Roquan Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Easily. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, I, I think, I still think like there are guys that I'm willing to, like, Roquan Smith would be the untouchable for Russell Wilson, but like some of the other guys we mentioned, like I don't know, Roquan Kyle Fuller to me untouchable, um, Khalil Mack probably untouchable. I don't see, think Jalen. See is. in that instance, if uh, see, I I have trouble putting Kyle Fuller and not Jalen Johnson because yeah. Yeah. there's a very good chance. That Jalen Johnson becomes Kyle Fuller. Yeah. Yes. Very uh, good. That, that's a been very good. About a lot. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I see. I Look, see what you're saying with that. 
here's here's where I'm at about this. I don't think it, I don't think the Seahawks will do that. I mean, this is look. They already proved to themselves this year you're not really going to build around a secondary player. I mean, they they brought in Jamal Adams and they said, okay, this guy's going to change our defense. He's going to come in here and all of a sudden that defense is going to vault us to where we want to go. They tried that and it simply didn't work. And, you know, there's people out there who think Jamal Adams is overrated and isn't that good. I don't think that's the case. I just don't think you can build around a safety when you look at a defense long term and you want to put pieces together to create a great defense. The nucleus of that isn't a secondary player. Giving them Jalen Johnson doesn't give them what they want to build around. I mean, that is a defense when you kind of look at the roster on paper, like talent-wise, they are sort of far away from being where they want to be, especially up front. Like they, like Bobby Wagner's getting really old. Quandre Diggs and Jamal Adams, I mean, they've got things set maybe there at the safety position. Um, and at the cornerback position, like not so much. But putting Jalen Johnson in there doesn't significantly give you more hope about your defense. I mean, Jalen Johnson's a great player. I'm not discrediting that. But when you think about a team, like you have to think about for them, from the Seahawks perspective, if they do trade Russell Wilson, they're not winning a championship next year, regardless of who they get in return, unless they get Dak Prescott in return somehow, some way through. I mean, I guess that wouldn't happen because he wouldn't be able to get traded if they, if he went to the Cowboys. That wouldn't even make sense. I mean, if you get Derek Carr, if you get, um, you know, Jameis Winston or any even if Mitch Trubisky went back to the Seahawks in some sort of trade, they're not winning a championship within the next two years. So. They would have to look back at the roster and say, okay, we need guys who we can build around so that in two years, if we either draft a quarterback or we groom a guy like Mitchell Trubisky, we're ready to win. But they are not looking for a piece like Jalen Johnson who's going to help them potentially win now and help their defense just a little bit and retool it a little bit to get them to that you know, championship caliber defense. Do you know what I'm trying to say by that? So that's why I feel like a guy like Roquan Smith – is the most likely option because it's like, holy crap, this guy's young. He's incredibly good. We can build around him for the next X amount of years. And then we'll let, you know, our, we'll, we'll give ourselves a little bit of time to figure out what's going on in the offensive side of the ball at the quarterback position. But we'll have Roquan Smith here for a long, long time. He'll be our next Bobby Wagner. Um, and, and we'll figure out things from there. And I'm not saying that I want Roquan Smith to leave. I know this is the second time I've said that I think he is not untouchable. I want Roquan Smith to be a bear for life. But you do have to weigh the balances here. And I know there's a lot of fans out there and a lot of people who are listening to this who are thinking, I don't give a shit. I don't give a flying crap that it's Roquan Smith, that it's Khalil Mack, that it's Robert Quinn, that it's literally anybody. Because a quarterback to them, and especially for fans of the Chicago Bears who haven't had one at all, means way more than any linebacker, any defensive player ever will. And I think that's where a lot, a lot of, land, a lot, a lot of fans are coming from. Yeah, let, let me ask you guys a question real quick. Do you think Bears fans are kind of overdoing what the Bears should give up in a trade because we've been so starved of QB play? 100%. I, yeah. I, think, and it's, I think, well, I also think it's like in trade negotiations like this, it's always better to expect more than to yeah. expect less. And then you're, you know, I think it's always better to, because remember how pleasantly surprised we were by the Khalil Mack trade? You know, yeah. so I think it's always better to expect more, expect to lose a Jalen Johnson or a Roquan Smith or three firsts and two seconds. And then, you know, it comes back and, all right, you're only giving up two firsts, one second, and I don't know, take your pick of a, a secondary player and like Tariq Cohen and Anthony Miller or something, you know, like yeah. I, I think that's just, you know, you set your expectations really, really high because we know what these guys are, they're perennial MVP candidates. They're Super Bowl contending, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. So we know their value. 
and we we've seen a little bit of what the market is like. So we're just trying to look, get a feel yeah. for it, and then yeah. hopefully set ourselves up where when the return comes back, we could say, oh, okay, that's not that bad. You know, that that's not as much yeah. as we were expecting. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, just, I mean, man, this is going to be interesting, man. I think we're going to – I think we're in for a lot of chaos very soon. Oh, it, it will be chaotic. And one more thing about this before we move topic is, like, this is more this is important as it pertains to Watson's situation as well because you know think of it as you're in Deshaun Watson's shoes and you're seeing all these reports I mean these guys are on Twitter we've said this before these guys are talking to players like these guys pay attention it's not like these guys are just you know on an island in a different country not paying attention to what's going on in the NFL universe like obviously these guys are attentive to this this kind of stuff if Deshaun Watson's looking at things seeing Carson Wentz doesn't want to go to Chicago he thinks a certain way but when Deshaun Watson sees that Russell Wilson is open to going to Chicago, he, in his mind, may second guess and think, you know what? Maybe that is a spot. If Russell Wilson wants to go there, there's something there. There's something more to that. Maybe he talks to him. He figures something out. Like, there is merit to that, that when Watson sees that a different guy with the caliber and the reputation of Russell Wilson wants to go to a place like Chicago, he notices that and thinks, okay, Maybe that is a place I should consider as well. And I think that's something not a lot of people are talking about. And I know that seems like I'm digging too deep, but I 100% think that's a real, that's just a real construct. No, 100%. Like that's, and that's exactly why I said, like the fact that Russell Wilson, you know, specifically mentioned the Bears, like I think that means something. Like I think that means a lot. Just for, for reasons like that, like, you know, Deshaun Watson's like, you know, I mean, if Russell Wilson says he wants to come to Chicago, I don't think, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's Russell Wilson. This guy's won a Super Bowl. Like, you know what I mean? Why, why wouldn't I want to go? You know? So I, yeah. I completely agree with that. I completely agree. With right. That. And, and we know, like, you know, Russell Wilson has that reputation as a cerebral guy. He thinks, he, you know, he's very thought out. Everything he does off the field, on the field is very thought, thought out, planned out. He knows what he's doing, what he wants to do. So I agree with you on that. I think it's if if other people outside are saying, wow, Russell Wilson looks at that situation in Chicago and he wants to go there. Like, yeah, I mean, I think you definitely get some ears perked up. I think you get, you know, let's let's even say that Russell Wilson ends up getting traded to, let's say, Vegas. Yeah. Well, then theoretically, and let, let's say Dallas doesn't re-sign Dak. Dak Prescott mm-hmm. sends a text to Russell Wilson. Hey, you know, is this BS or did you actually like the situation in Chicago? What did you see there? Russell Wilson, if it's true, assuming that it's true, Russell Wilson says, oh, well, I like this, that, the other. And Dak Prescott says, huh, all right. You know, that's something to think about. And, and you know, that goes for and it goes for Deshaun Watson. You know, let's say Deshaun Watson's still on the block. Russell Wilson gets traded first. Hey, did you, you know, same thing, same situation. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, even if Wilson goes somewhere else, there's definitely a fallout from this situation where, theoretically, the Bears – you know, everybody, end of the season, everybody was saying, oh, Matt Nagy's garbage. The Bears have such a crappy situation. Completely 180 now. I mean, this changes the whole perception, uh, how you're perceived across the league to any free agents, to any other anybody else who's possibly on the trade block. Your entire image has changed now. So, and for the better, for once, <laughs> I should say. I should point out that it is for the better, for sure. Um, and yeah. and the, thing, the thing that's funny, not funny, but it's also interesting, is that you can go and, you know, let's say let's say the Bears do land Russell Wilson. 
Well, now the Packers say, all right, we got to fix our relationship with Aaron Rodgers because we can't afford to lose him. And the Vikings say, oh, crap, we got to do something here, too, because we're we're not close to anybody. And, you know, the Lions continue to just putter along and do whatever the hell they're doing. But, you know, it, it, it's definitely changes things. And I'm excited to see how this plays out, because as you both know, I was never very confident in the fact of getting Deshaun Watson for a multitude of reasons. But. You know, something like that, a list comes out from Adam Schefter, who has been talking to Russell Wilson's agent. That's a lot more believable for me. You know, that's a lot more, that's a, that's a lot easier for me to stomach and say, all right, this is a real possibility. Yeah. And that's the fundamental difference, guys. I mean, we did a Carson Wentz episode a week ago, and it was all based off of speculation from all these people on Twitter who claim they have sources. There was nothing real. And quite frankly, all the stuff we've been hearing about Deshaun Watson's preferred defin- uh, destinations have all been, you know, from janky sources as well. Like, I don't even think we 100% know. I mean, I, I don't think Schefter's done. I don't think she- a report has come from either Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport about Deshaun Watson's preferred destinations. It's all just been, you know, pure speculation from some random guy from the Miami Herald or some random guy from, you know, the Houston Chronicle or something with no legitimate talk with the guy's agent or anything like that and i think that i think i I honestly and i know this sounds crazy but like that pure credibility from adam Schefter is the main reason why bearsmen are feeling so optimistic and confident because it's real like it's real and and we should know because again these freaking twitter reporters man i mean they're they're, oh you know Tariq cohen's gonna go to nick Foles is going back to the eagles i mean how many times are we gonna do this Finally, we have concrete information that a player wants to go to Chicago. And quite frankly, until I see it from Adam Schefter, you know, the the preferred list for Deshaun Watson, I'm not going to believe anything that anybody says. You know what I mean? I mean, this stuff is all smoke and it's going to continue for months and you're going to see more reports. Um, But, you know, that credibility stuff is real. And it's part of the reason why we're taking this Russell Wilson situation so seriously, because it came from the most reliable source that there is. Yeah, no, 100 percent. And like, I don't know if this is a, I don't know if this is necessarily tied to that, but I mean, I'm assuming it is. But like Bears fans, like everything Bears fans went crazy about in terms of Deshaun Watson, it was more kind of just in like hope. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah, just it was like, the oh, idea. God, please, he's available. Like this guy's like th- this doesn't happen very often. Like you got to find this guy. You find a way to get this guy. And then, you know, with Russell Wilson. The Bears specifically mentioned, and I, I feel like that's all, you know, Bears Twitter has been talking about all day. And, you know, I, I think it, it's it's cool. Like, it's it's refreshing to see, you know, like, there's like a sense of hope now. And, and I, I, you know, it, it's it's awesome to see. It's that fresh, it's that fresh breath of air, you know, that, exactly. you know, you can see, you can exhale and say, all right. I mean, like we talked about, it just, it changes the image of your team. It changes the, your perception of the off season too. Um, so now it seems like it's just a matter of the bears making it happen. You know, I, I hope that over the next couple of days, we can have a Cleo Mack situation where we wake up and it's already done and it's already hashed yeah. out. And we wake up at nine, 10, 11 o'clock and, the details are already out. Every it's officially, you know, so and so is a bear. That would be great. Um, I, I would love to see Ryan Pace make that happen again. It would be very, very interesting going forward. And credit to the Bears players, Cordero Patterson already changed his Twitter picture to a picture of him oh, and Russell man. Wilson. Tariq Cohen already <laughs> tweeted at both Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. So, and the funny thing is, Cordero Patterson's a free agent technically. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I, I think it's safe to say Cordero Patterson will be back 
uh, in Chicago at some point because the new league year uh, is about to start. So I would assume that there's going to be some type of announcement of him being back uh, <laughs> once the new yearly the new league year officially opens in a couple of weeks. I think it's like March 9th or something like that, right? Something yeah, like I believe so. First, it is first, March 9th. First or second week of uh, of March there. So sounds like Cordero Patterson sticking around, which is great because he's electric, obviously, um, and you know he's awesome. But you know Tariq Cohen too. Uh, doing his thing. He hasn't been on a field in a year, but he's recruiting people. So the vibes are high, at least. I, I think the yeah. vibes are high. Now it's just a matter of making it happen. Uh, you know, let's and see. This is a good transition. This is a great transition. Um, because let's say a certain man named Justin James Watt decides to come to Chicago and, you know, be in the town with his wife. And at, he's at a point in his career where that stuff probably matters more to him than does the money. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, if he finds his way to Chicago, you're talking about that. That's the greatest recruiting pitch that anybody could possibly make. I mean, you you could argue, and it's probably confirmed, that he has the close relationship with anybody in that Texans team with Deshaun Watson. So in the event that right. J.J. Watt comes to Chicago, which I think is extremely likely, that is all of a sudden the biggest voice in Watson's ear telling him about the destination he should go to. So that's why I think, like, yes, J.J. Watt would be a great player for the Bears, and I don't want to act like a using him to get to Sean Watson, but it's sort of, it's just an added incentive that if he does come to Chicago, I think the odds of getting to Sean Watson, you know, you know, they, they go up a little bit. They, they, I wouldn't say they skyrocket, but they surely go up. Um, and I do think, and, I, and that's why I think it's a good transition, because I want your guys' opinion on this, you know, the odds and the likelihood that J.J. Watt comes to Chicago, whether it's, you know, a need for the team, because although they have Robert Quinn there on the edge, you didn't really perform, but you're paying him uh, a shit ton of money. And that's where the wrench is kind of thrown in the situation. But your sort of thoughts and confidence about uh, J.J. Walker, Chicago. Yeah, I look, I mean, like if J.J. Watt were to, you know, come to the Bears, I, you know, I would definitely wouldn't be complaining about it. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not pounding the table for J.J. Watt in 2021. I think his play has declined um but you know i didn't even think about that kevin like that that whole you know texans connection Mm -hmm. so in that Mm -hmm. case i may actually be pounding the table for jj well i'm not sure yet (laughs) like no seriously though i mean like look his wife plays in chicago and i think that that's very valid like especially in this stage of his career um you know i i think he's kind of thinking about okay like you know, of course, I'm still playing football, but life after football also matters. And, you know, I, I think that's very valid. And, and like you said, I mean, I remember, um, you know, when, when J.J. Watt, uh, when it was announced that, you know, he wasn't going to be on the Texans, um, Deshaun Watson was like the first guy to kind of tweet about, you know, tweet to him and tell him, like, thank you for everything, this and that. So I do think, you know, I, I do think there's a connection there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I did not even think about that, but. That's very valid. So I have a, a couple things here. First of all, J.J. Watt's wife, uh, a baller. If you ever see her Instagram yeah. or anything, baller. Um, but also, I agree that there's a fit and that there's a need. You know, obviously the off-the-field fit is there. Obviously the Bears need a little help on the pass rush. To Chris's point, though, you know, he's not worth the 15 to 20 million or 20 million plus that he's reportedly 
being offered from other teams, you know, you know, whether that be Pittsburgh, whether that be Green Bay, hopefully not, whether that be, you know, New England or New York, whoever. I don't think J.J. Watt at this stage of his career is worth 15 plus million. I certainly yeah. don't think he's worth 20 plus million. He's not, he's just not. He's still good. He's, I don't doubt he could still be good and effective. I just don't think he's worth that kind of money anymore. Um, now, is he worth, you know, I if you gave him a three-year contract for 14 million, 15 million, I would probably could be able to get on board with it. But over fifteen million per I year put, or total? Yeah, no, for year. For year. Per year. Okay, okay, um, okay. I, I could get on board with it. I would. I wouldn't like it at first, but I would. You know, whatever. Um, I'll, I'll take it. It's fine. But also, I, it depends on because for certain teams in this league, the cap, the salary cap doesn't exist. It's a mythical thing. That, you know, look at what the Chiefs did yeah, last exactly. year when they extended a bunch of people, including Patrick Mahomes. Like for certain teams, the cap doesn't exist. The Bears are historically one of the teams where it very much does exist. If you could convince Virginia to t- to loosen up the purse strings a little bit and say, hey, we can get J.J. Watt and pair him with Deshaun Watson and or Rus- not and or obviously or Russell Wilson. I, I, if you if if the ownership would be willing to sign off on that, I would be all on board with that. Um, I think it's just a matter of, you know, one or the other. Yeah, you could have J.J. Watt, or you could, if you could convince Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson to come here, it's going to be one of them. We're not taking on forty plus million dollars in salary mm-hmm. in one year. So I think it's going to have to be one or the other, unfortunately, just because of how this organization has spent in the past. But prove me wrong. I mean, I would love that. Prove me wrong. Show me that you're willing to take that step and go all in. Lewis Riddick tweeted it. Go all in. Make the calls. I completely agree with that. Um, I just think J.J. Watt, where he's concerned, circling back to our original point, I think somewhere like Pittsburgh is going to offer him more money. I think, you know, yeah, life after football is big, but I think the opportunity to play with your brother, play with your family members is a bigger draw than that at this point, especially if he thinks he has five, six years left, you know? So, uh, yeah, I I wouldn't say my confidence in landing J.J. Watt is very high. I would would rather focus on the quarterback anyway. let, Let me ask you guys something. So we talked about if J.J. Watt signs with the Bears, would Watson come? But how about the other way around? Do you guys think that's that's you know like if let's let's just say somehow what, like, Watson like got traded Watt, to the yeah like would, would Watt, Watt do you think exactly yeah do you think that is something that would oh happen? you think oh so you, I think that's possible uh, I think you're I think Watson that, would take a discount to play with J.J. No no no, 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 no. no. so Watt, like if JJ, Watson got traded JJ to the would Bears take a discount. Yeah, do you think Watt would take a discount and be like, hey, oh. you know, the Bears are actually my, – hey, my wife's there. Watson's there. Yes. <laughs> you know what I, he's already going to take a discount. That's the whole, That was my whole point from the start. Like, I don't – like, the 15 and 16 – when I saw the report this morning, I think – what is it? Thursday the 25th, I think that came out this morning. I was like, I don't care. Like, that – like that. I don't care what one team offers. Like, great, you can offer him $16 million. But, again, like, I, I think he'd be willing to take a pay cut um, and then yeah, if Watson gets traded before that, then he'll be okay. You know, I can play with my guy and, you know, I always will remember this video. I think it was at the end of the year of him walking with Deshaun Watson back to the locker room saying, Hey man, we let you down this year. Uh, it's, just talking about their situation with the Texans saying we wasted a year of you playing. Like they, they have a deep rooted relationship and that's, that's very evident. And you know, if they're that close, maybe JJ wants to win a Super Bowl with him. I 100% think that's the case. Now, I think that's highly unlikely. I, I think, you know, whether it's Wilson or Watson, um, I I don't know if either of those guys are going to get traded until, let's say, May or June, maybe, as much as I, I would hate to admit that it might take that long. It appears that that could be the case. So I think it's highly unlikely that Watson would get traded before 
uh, J.J. Watt made a free yeah. agent decision because I really do think J.J. Watt will probably make his decision within the first week of free agency. Um, you know, it seems like it's down to a small list of destinations, and I think the Bears are one of them. So that's a great hypothetical. But I don't, I don't, I don't think it'll actually happen. But yeah, the pickup would make sense. Can you imagine, like, you know, that's in 2016, 2015, 2016, someone told you, you know, in 2021. You're going to have Khalil Mack, J.J. Watt, and Robert Quinn on your team. Like, I would have been like, bro, please go to hell, man. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? And right. now it's like, oh, my God. It's crazy to think about. What's crazy is we're, we're coming up on, what, th- two, three years since the Mack trade now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah two. we're coming up on year. two years since that. This will be his third year in Chicago. Phew. Yeah. Third or what? No, this this will be his fourth No, this will be his third year, year. in Chicago. Yeah, no, because that was my junior year of college. Yeah, so no, this, this will be no, 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 no. This next season will be his fourth season. His fourth, yeah, 2018, 2019, yeah, 2018, last season, and then not 2019 yeah. season, 2020 season, and then the 2021 season will be his fourth. Oh crap, you're Isn't right. that crazy? Yeah, that is insane. insane. What? Oh yeah, I forgot I wasn't in school this fall. Ha. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm old. I'm old. Oh Goddamn. god. Like that's that's just oh, I don't know man that's it's insane to think about holy crap damn look wait uh, so, I know yeah it's, it's, it, yeah. yeah it's, it's gonna be a fourth up bro yeah I'm washed up man um <laughs> let me um let me play a hypothetical for you guys real quick I, I had this written down I just kind of want to I just kind of want to play around with it it's highly unlikely but you know we everyone's kind of still talking about uh the Allen Robinson. Uh, franchise tag i think they became eligible to do that a few days ago um they have yeah, the ability yeah. to tag just him opened up whenever and people are talking about it t- and look there's been good news alan robinson is very open to staying in chicago and that's been very refreshing to see that he despite everything that happened he is willing to stay here if ryan patriots give him the contract extension but that's a conversation for a different day people are talking about a tag and trade so listen to this let's say they tag him in the next few weeks they trade him for a first round pick and then use that first-round pick to make a trade for Watson or Wilson. I know there's a lot going on there, but it's, it's kind of something I ran through my mind, and I was like, you know what, that that actually would make a lot of sense. And then maybe in free agency you go after a guy, no matter what you think of him, a guy like Juju or a guy like Chris Godwin or even a, a Curtis Samuel or Antonio Brown, Will Fuller, one of those guys, right? But you know, if you are that concerned about competing with an offer with a team for, uh, like per se the Jets or the Dolphins and you really feel that if you want to go all in on a guy like Watson or Wilson and you don't think you have the draft capital and tagging and trading A-Rob is a way to get a first round pick to add to that package you know that that's something I think you have to consider I know it seems like a stretch but you know maybe not the craziest thing in the world yeah I mean like I I just I I hate talking about this because man like I will be like, I, I will be heartbroken if A-Rob isn't on the Bears in 2021. Like, I really will be because, look, this goes back to everything I've been I've been saying all season long. Like, if I were him, like, I don't even know. Like, and I know we're on a Bears podcast. This is going to sound horrible. I don't even know why he's even campaigning to be on the Bears still. Like, because of what I talked about. Like, okay, he can get whatever money he wants from anybody else. That, mm-hmm. Like, he can find a place where he can win somewhere else. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like he wants to be in Chicago. Like, that's clear. And that's what kind of pains me. It's like he does want to be in Chicago. I think he's made it clear 
you know, everything he, he's tweeted, you know, the things he's talked about, um, the things his agent has talked has talked about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, and it would just suck. But I mean, I don't think that's crazy. Like, I, and, you know, the fact that, you know, there's reports about the Bears not um, talking to him about a contract since, what was it, September? Um, you know what I mean? It, it's kind of like it, it, it sucks. But I mean, I, I do think something like that is realistic. I do. <laughs> Jake, it's it, no. It, I, I to answer Kevin's question or hypothetical about Allen Robinson, I'd be for sure okay with that because if you're getting and granted, I I would hate to see Allen Robinson go because he's a star wide receiver and he's been fantastic. But when you have Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson, and in, in which in the scenario you do, uh, they can make receivers better than receivers can make them. The last yes. couple of years, we've had receivers making yes. quarterbacks better. This instance, they're gonna make it look. Look at who Russell Wilson has been throwing to the last five years. You know, I, yeah, Tyler Lockett's fine, and the last two years has been DK Metcalf, and he's great. But prior to DK Metcalf getting there, not a whole Going lot going on in Seattle. And, yeah. and even with DK Metcalf, outside of him, not a whole lot going on. So you know, I'm perfectly fine with all right. You trade Allen Robinson, tag and trade or sign and trade or whatever you want to call it. You know, you send him away for a first-round pick that helps you get Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. I'm perfectly fine with either of those guys walking into a room with Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, Tariq Cohen, David Montgomery, and you know whoever else you draft. I'm perfectly okay with yeah. that. Hell, they That's might be even they really might be able to point. fix Anthony Miller for all we know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I'm fine that's with a good point. I'm perfectly wow. fine. With I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm just. It would That's be painful. A, he's got a it point, would be painful, Chris. He's got a point. To, it would be painful, but when you want someone of that caliber, you're going to have to make sacrifices. That's true. But, I mean, okay, that – like, how is that – I just feel like that's kind of counterintuitive, though. Just I because you're, you're going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. That's just because – that's just because, like – like I kind of feel like it depends think, how you view A Rob. I think you're lo- I think you're losing A Rob, and nobody's understating his importance here. Mm-hmm. But what you're gaining is leaps and bounds more important. Like okay, stability, okay, stability at the quarter, stability at the quarterback position is way more important than stability at the receiver position. I agree, I agree, but there has to be a way to bring a, a quarterback in and keep A Rob. Like you can't tell me sure, that. So, sure, there's a way. But I just think the easier path and, you know, let's say, you know, if you want to hang on to some of your first round picks and, you know, whatever. And, yeah, obviously with picks, you're hoping that one of them turns into Allen Robinson, of course. But, I mean, some, we can't we can't assume this is going to go super smoothly for the Bears. Uh, you know, you might have to make some sacrifices. And that's just the fact of the matter. I don't think it would be counterintuitive, um, but I, I agree you'd be losing a lot. But. I mean, just what you'd be getting. This is a quarterback's league. You're getting a top 10 player in the league, a top three quarterback, top two quarterback, depending on who you get. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's just it would stink, but it it would have to be done. It doesn't have to be done in this situation. But if that's what it takes, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Look, I I think this also kind of comes down to who the receiver that's replacing A-Rob would be. Yes. If it like. Okay, I I think Juju Smith it has become underrated just because of you know mm-hmm. just yeah and like I I, I think replacing Allen Robinson with Juju Smith like you're not replacing a Rob really 
in my opinion. Like I and and no. that's and I think Juju Smith is a good player, but let's be real here. Let, let's be real here. Like I think that's it would obvious. take a Chris Godwin. You know what I mean? Um, uh, like that Kenny Galladay. Yeah, like. You know what Will I mean? Like, what I mean, we just talked about. When you get a player like these guys, there's going to be players, skill position players, willing to c- take a pay cut to play with Russell Wilson or play with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I I could definitely see that. But yeah, like, you know what I mean? I I don't think it's crazy. I I don't think something like that is crazy. I think something like that is definitely realistic. Um, I just don't know. Like, I wouldn't be jumping for joy. Like I, I don't think I would be jumping for joy to be honest, losing someone like A Rob. Like, I, I just, I just think he's that. Well, Chris, well, no, Chris, I'm Chris. sorry, but I think, I think you'd get over losing Allen Robinson pretty damn quick if you're getting Deshaun Watson or Russell <laughs> yeah, Wilson. Yeah, you know, I come on, so. get you over it so? pretty fast, dude. We, we all know that Twitter profile picture would be changed as soon as the pictures <laughs> of them in the jersey came out immediately. God damn, I hate that you guys know me this well. That's uh, <laughs> host the show for two years. Two years. Um, I mean, you know, I, I understand. Look, as Bears fans, we fall in love with these players, man. I mean, and A Rob's the guy you fall in love with because he's been the cornerstone of the team, um, you know, and really the only bright spot in offense that's been so bad. Yeah, through the dark years, exactly. And, and that's why you fall in love with a guy like that. But you had to kind of take a step back and look at it and think, Okay, let's assemble this. Let's look at this, you know, from a broader view and not hone in on one particular guy and look at, you know, okay, you have budding tight ends or a budding tight end and an proven tight end. Um, and then you have a running back room that's going to be a lot better if you if you give Tariq Cohen the right opportunities and you you mix in Artavis Pierce and apparently freaking Ryan and all just got re-signed. I, I <laughs> oh my tell you why. God, and that's a man. conversation for a different day, but it's just beyond ridiculous ridiculous to me but anyway um like you have you know you have those pieces there and yeah it, like it's 100 percent true and like people will bring up the evidence well you, you know maybe you do need a one a, a true number one top five wide receiver to win a super bowl like i don't know maybe that's true maybe it's not but i think you just have to look at like you look at the pieces of this roster outside of that one player and you think okay you know th- this offense is actually a lot more talented than people think like they have the running backs to compete they have the tight ends to compete donna mooney if he takes that big step and then you bring in a guy even even if it is a guy like antonio brown or a curtis samuel or a will Fuller, like like curtis I, I, samuel baby Let's yeah, go. i'll take like, samuel ab I'll, i can live without i, I, I mean yeah. i could live without him but if you can get him for a cheap deal i mean i'm not saying no is you know i, I, I also i don't think tom Bowl, brady's so. letting him walk out that door a second time so uh, it could be true, but you know yeah. what I'm trying to say here. No, like, yeah, absolutely. I, well, and also, and not to cut you off, Kevin, but also, you know, we're saying Al Robinson is a yeah. true number one. He's a very talented player. You know, look at this free agent market alone as a, a kind of indicative of how often these wide receivers become available. Kenny Galladay and Chris Godwin are available this off season. You know, the, you can find receivers at the next turn of the carousel, you know, I, I think. And I, and I think Darnell Mooney is going to be very, very good. I think he has the makings of a number one wide receiver. I really love Mooney. I love Komet, especially once he started getting involved in the offense and they started using him appropriately. Um, so, and you can fill in the rest. I, I, I just I, back to my first point, it would hurt to lose Robinson in that situation. But I mean, also. It's better than losing him for nothing. It's it's not guaranteed yeah. that you that you re-sign him either. It's better than yeah, losing yeah. him for nothing for sure. Yeah, I, I like and to me. You, you brought up Darnell Mooney. Like, like it. 
this also like I, I genuinely think those two complement each other so well like that that it, it's literally perfect like I I gotta give Pace mm-hmm. a lot of credit for that like you have that yeah. deep threat that guy who you know he can get open instantly and then you have a guy like A-Rob who also can get open pretty easily you know great footwork great release and and, and you know, on top of all that, Allen Robinson can go up and get it if need be. If the play breaks down, you can chuck it up to A-Rob. And it's low percentage, but with Allen Robinson, it's a, you know, it, it's a little bit higher percentage than, than other receivers around the league, in my opinion. So, like, I think that compliment, like, they complement each other so well, which is another reason why, I, you know, it would kind of suck losing A-Rob. But that, that's a very good point. Like, I see what you guys are saying. There, there are guys available. And let's be honest, I mean, receivers – you can always find receivers. That's truly the right. And, and especially, I mean, even if you gave up your first and second round pick this year, this is a super decent class for receivers in the draft. Oh man. You're you're going to find some impact guys. You're going to find some impact guys in the third, fourth, fifth round. Yeah. hundred percent. This, this plays perfectly into uh, we we had a tweet from a listener here, Ryan Caudill at bears guy 83 on Twitter. He says, you know, he, he wanted an episode on wants versus needs. You know, you know, we want a top QB, but we need to protect him or we need a top QB. We want to protect him. And he was more talking about the offensive line. But as we're here talking about the wide receiver and Allen Robinson, I think it's perfect because, like, ask yourself, Chris, like, you want Allen Robinson, but you need a quarterback. Like, like that is that there it is a perfect example of that. I wants need versus both. needs is like, about that? you know, I, I need both. <laughs> I was going to say, Kevin, I think what he wants is both paired together, but <laughs> right. right. But no, it's but, like, but, but you, no, that, that's a yeah. great point. Like, it, it's, you know, I mean, that that's really the bottom line. Like, it's just stuff that, you know, you, you'd rather have both, of course. But, you know, if it's one or the other, I mean, it's a no, right. it's a no brainer. Like you need well, the quarterback. I, it's, it's like all season. It's literally what we've been talking about. So you know what I mean? It's it's one of those things that you just can't you can't escape. You need. Well, a and who knows what the return is going to be? It's it's nice to predict, and we're trying to you know see what happens here. But also, you know, it might turn out that the Bears are they're the only one at the table. Maybe you know, let's say the Cowboys re-sign Dak. Let's say the the Raiders say you know what we're going to allocate assets somewhere else. Let's say Drew Brees decides he wants one more bite at the apple. The Bears might be the only ones at the table then, and then and then yeah. it's your market. Then you're the one saying, all right, we can wait you out because we know Russell Wilson wants to be here. We know that, you know, he wants to be here. So it's up to us now. All right, we'll give you two firsts and Anthony Miller, take it or leave it. And then the Seahawks are kind of you know, getting their arm bent into saying yes. So, and this is what this show is for. Obviously, we like to predict stuff and we like to have fun with it. And, you know, this is very reactionary. But also the market itself has surprised us. You know, we thought Wentz was going to go for at least a first. That didn't end up happening. You know, we thought Stafford was going to go for less, more, depending on who you ask. Um, and, and that ended up su- surprising some people. So who knows? It, it could really go either which way. And there's still quarterbacks to even be, you know, dished out. We still got to find out what's going to happen with Sam Darnold. We still got to find out what's going to happen with the draft. We still got to find out a lot of stuff. So it could be the one like where the Bears are in a buyer's market, you know, and, and they're the only ones at the table. And then you're really mm-hmm. looking nice. So it, it just depends. And- 
Jake, that that's the exact situation that happened with Wentz. I and mean, we, we found out two days later that the Bears never even made an offer. Like that exact yeah. situation you're talking about is literally the situation the Colts were in with, with the Eagles. Like no one else wanted him or and like people will still want Russell Wilson. But it will be a situation where the Bears are the clear team that desires him. And there may be a chance there where the, the market gets driven down a little bit, I think, is what Jake might be kind of hinting at there. It's like if they're just buying against themselves and those other teams kind of figure out their own thing, all of a sudden the only team that he wants to go to is the Bears. They don't want to compete with another team. They don't have to have uh, a bid. Okay, so they don't have to say. We do have an update from Daniel Greenberg. Uh, this isn't Uh-oh. like breaking news, but he tweeted Adam Schefter on ESPN 1000 today, uh, this evening. Uh, Adam Schefter, I'm Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000, said that if the Seahawks and the Chicago Bears got a deal done for Russell Wilson, then Wilson would, nice quote, one. happily accept his walking papers to the Windy City, end quote. Schefter, again, quote, Wilson is open to going to Chicago, end quote. Wow. There they are. I, yeah. I mean, I, look, yeah. w- one thing that always pops into my head every time I see a QB rumor or every time I've seen one, you know, this last couple weeks. Do you guys remember Jay Glazer saying at the end of the season, the Bears will be big time players? Um, I, I forgot exactly what he said. It was something about big time players in, within the QB mm-hmm. market or something. And like, I keep thinking like, like, Look, it's normal to be negative as a Bears fan about the QB. I think we can all agree on that. But, like, there's, like, something that, that makes me actually believe that he's going to do something big. Like, I, and, and, you know, this this is kind of, like, I'm kind of connecting this Russell Wilson news to that. So, I, I just wanted to bring that back up, like, I just to kind of, you know, prove the point that this actually feels realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't help but laugh because boy, aren't we glad we didn't go all in for Carson Wentz? You know, hearing this oh. now, right? <laughs> well, maybe that's and, and, why. You know, there have been rumblings that Wilson was right, unhappy since right. the beginning of the off season. Yeah. Oh, now we're really getting into it. I mean, maybe this, this is the plan. And look, you know, is, I guess is Ryan Pace right? was playing the long ago. game. No, he's playing the long game. I, oh, this just yeah. popped in my head two years ago, or maybe even three years ago. I think the same thing kind of happened with Russell Wilson where he, he wasn't necessarily at this point of tension but I think there was a, a little bit of conversation about the possibility of him, of him getting traded away from the Seahawks a few years ago and I remember I the Bears being Cleveland. in the mix for that it, but, it was like well, I remember the rumor being uh to Cleveland no I don't I remember I just remember that the Bears were involved in some way and maybe just you know Ryan Pace has some irrational affinity I mean it's not irrational he has an affinity towards Russell Wilson I mean don't we all he's a great freaking player and a great freaking guy like th- that makes total sense. So maybe he is kind of holding out for that. And maybe that's why we haven't heard, you know, a ton about the bears and their connection to Watson. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they know something we don't, but Jake just got into that. You know, I don't know. He's playing the long game with Wilson. I mean, it's completely possible. Hey, uh, hey there is a, there is a scheduled uh, bears press conference for, oh, what, uh, on Tuesday on the second. Yeah. I believe on March 2nd, the there's a scheduled press conference. Imagine they're just like, hey, guys, we just want to let you know we re-signed Ryan Null. That's it. <laughs> Everyone goes home. That's exactly what it's going to be. Collaboration. Adam flips the table, probably. Oh, God, oh, dude. God, that would be hilarious. That, I, I mean, if that, if that happens, I would have no choice but to respect that move. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. At that point, you can't do anything but to respect it, honestly. Yeah, you, I would have to respect that troll job. That would be very funny. But uh, hey, maybe maybe now maybe that press conference uh, being scheduled gives them a little bit of a 
a little more urgency. pressure, a little, yeah, a little yeah. more urgency to get yeah. the deal done. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. oh, I love it, man. Uh, I, I, right. just, I just we hope are, we figure this out soon, man. Right. It, it, well, and re- remember when the Mac when the Mac thing happened, we were kind of like, all right, just wait, just nobody get too excited. But and then the bomb got dropped, yeah. so who knows? Maybe it'll be another Saturday like, morning thing. Was there even like I remember there were rumblings about Mac coming to the Bear, like getting traded to the Bear, like the Bears had interest and whatnot. But like I never, like to me, I I never truly believed it. Like at the time, like I was just like, okay, I mean, like they're interested, sure, like aren't all 31 teams interested but like i i kind of like that caught me off guard but with this like i don't know man i I don't know maybe i'm just not remembering correctly but i wasn't too sure that that was actually gonna happen which with this wilson stuff i'm kind of really starting oh you're right and that kind of led bears fans to believe that i mean there was sort of a narrative around ryan pace that he would do his best work when there was no rumors about them with any connection remember that whole thing yeah they're like oh because i I think that was based off of what they did in the draft usually because you know i I mean even with mitch trubisky like he admitted you know immediately after he was drafted that he, he didn't expect himself to go to the bears and you know a lot of those connections that the bears have had with players it just hasn't been publicized um, but I think we're kind of past that point. You know, there were people who were saying it got to the point where people said if there was a bombshell report about the Bears being connected to that player, that they wouldn't get him because of how secretive Ryan Pace typically is with players. But I think we're past that. I think this whole Russell Wilson thing is real uh, and it's a reason for excitement. But I know we're kind of stretching it out here, so we should probably wrap it up. Yes, I was just going to say, we are over now. We don't want to start losing our listeners. There's only so many angles you can examine this Russell Wilson thing from. But yeah. that being said, if there is breaking news, we will, of course, have a emergency podcast um, if if things go that way, which who knows? Maybe they will. There's that press conference. I don't know. Maybe a little urgency. I don't know. <laughs> it's just going to end up being like – it reminds me of a, a couple of years ago – the Cardinals did like a, a press conference there. They said, it's going to be at this time on this day and Harrison Bader is going to be there. Everyone was like, what? And then it just ended up being a Jersey announcement for the season. <laughs> so, like, it, it's, oh just, it's things God. like that. Like, it's just, it's funny. Like it, watch it just be something like yeah. that. that, would, that would, uh, but like, that like would, real, like, real quick, before, make, before, before we, before we move on, like, do you guys like, has this happened before with pace? Like, I don't remember him ever doing this. Like just a kind mean? of like a pre like you know scheduling a press conference like right before the new league year starts. Like is, is it something, something they have to do? Is it add Is it something they have to do as an organization? Or like are they required to do that? You know I that's what I was kind so. of no be- no because it seems like even the reporters on it seems like even the Fishbanes and the Hogs like the, even they seem confused because I I think if it was league required I think you would have seen like I, I think people somebody would have said oh well this is standard you know yeah. That's why I was just mm-hmm. like, man, like, there there has to be something, right? Like, there just has to be. Like, that, that's just way too random. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. It is random, but maybe Jake's right. I mean, that's, that's all we can hope for. They, it, it, like, if Jake's really going in on this whole long game thing, they had this thing planned out weeks ago that they're going to have this press conference on this specific day. They know what's going to go down with Russell Wilson. They make the trade so that they can announce it all during the press conference. It's a huge plan, collaboration. They know what they're doing up there. Um, it's, it, it's all part of the plan. It's a process. You just got to trust the process. All right? You just yeah. got to trust the process. Uh, I, uh, I mean, we just got to just gotta breathe through it. 
<laughs> yeah, and breathe through it till something actually happens. <laughs> but uh, who knows? I don't know. We're getting ourselves worked up for probably nothing. But who knows? You know, set the expectations low, then we'll, we won't be disappointed. Um, be a well, we are Gardner Minshew to the Bears, baby. Yeah, there you go. There you oh, go. Oh Jesus. Okay. <laughs> that's that's the signal. We'll wrap this up. Um, but it has been a fun uh, episode. This has been good. You, you know, it's always fun to speculate on if the Bears are in the running for a star player and if we're, you know, really going to be in uh, in contention next year. It'd be very fun, and I think everyone would enjoy that very much. So, uh, yeah. But this has been great, boys. Always a pleasure. Um, we will be back if there's ever some breaking news. We'll do an emergency pod. But once we get a, a good cachet of news, we will put out another episode. Obviously, working in the offseason is a, a little bit different. It's a weird schedule, but we'll figure it out. We always do for you guys. We always appreciate your support. We always appreciate you guys giving us questions, stuff like that. Um, but thank you for listening, as always, for myself, for Chris, for Kevin, and for Russell Wilson. Bear down. <laughs> Bear down.